Yo. Soft words and harsh truths. You got issues, I got issues, we all do. So free yourself for safe space for your concerns. We got things to learn, habits to unlearn. Always deconstructing and reconstructing. Can you see the beauty that's in destruction? If there's an end, a new beginning's coming. Nothing yeah. comes easy, does yeah. it? You gotta yeah. really want yeah. Soft words and harsh truths. You got issues, I got issues, we all do. Welcome to Unhinged While Anchored. I am your host, Goddess, and I am with Raw Asas. <laughs> Yeah. Ra is the host of All on the Table podcast and the co-host of Twin and Them from Patreon and also Smash and Raw on Opulence Radio. How are oh, you? Oh, 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 oh. And on and All on the Table Happy Hour on Opulence. And All on the Table on Opulence, which no, is all part on the of table. Man. All on the Table Happy Hour. Happy so, Hour. Smash and Raw is on Man Cave Monday, and okay. Happy Hour comes on Tuesday, both of them 9 p.m. So make sure y'all check it out, people. Check it out. Now, I'm going to be honest. Raw is one of my favorite new friends that I've met because Raw is exactly as his name states, Raw. And he is the most cussed out member of his group. Tell me this why. is very true. Tell tell us why. <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, I think I embrace it so much that people feel the need that they might as well. Like <laughs> I feel like if you've never cussed me out ever, then something ain't right. Like we, you can't really be cool with me if you've never cussed me out because I'm always gonna push you to that point at some point. You it's know, only right. It, it is right. And I have to be fair on my my live show, which is just not really my bag. I want to do those kind of on special occasions. So, you know, you are definitely somebody to have in the comments because you <laughs> can bring so much energy to the panel Thanks. of whomever is on, you know, the screen. And case in point, last night with uh, DC, shout out to DC, uh, Mother's Day special. It got a little rambunctious, you know. It it definitely wasn't given Mother's Day vibes, but it was definitely a vibe of mothers, and it was awesome. <laughs> facts, facts. D one thing I could say about DC show. DC is the most scripted, unscripted show I've ever seen. Like he talking <laughs> shit. Like that's what makes his show good because. He knows how to how to pick up on the fly, say something real quick, like so that way the, the moment never gets too dull. That's what makes a good show, and a lot of people don't quite understand that concept. I'll be honest, I'm still learning. Um, my show is definitely geared on the conversation. It's bringing back that kind of wholesome type of content where it's just wherever it takes us. You know, it's a reality-based field trip into wherever. <laughs> and I, I'm still trying to find my groove. I, I like the panel, but I don't, for me, it's got to be a little bit more personal. That's why I was really excited that you uh, agreed to come on the show, because it's definitely a step away from the panels 
<laughs> well, I told you, I told you, I had a lot going on. When you first asked me, I had too much going on. I had school. I had a bunch of shows scheduled. I had a lot of personal. Sh- it was just too much going on. So I'm like, let me. And honestly, I had a couple people ask me to do interviews. They wanted to come on my show to be interviewed. And I'm like, let me let me get through these next couple of weeks first, because I don't want to put too much on my plate. And because I'm the type of person, if I say I'm going to do something, then I'm going to do it. So if I say I'm going to do it and something come up. Now I'm sitting here like fuck. Whatever came up, that gotta wait now because I already said I'm gonna do this shit right here. That's that's one bad quirk that I. It's a good and bad thing, I guess, if you look at it. But it is what it is. So you did mention that you're in school. Yeah, you're in school. You have about four different podcasts that you're on. You yeah. are a husband. Yeah. You are a pain in the ass. I mean, how do you find the time to do all of these things, Rah? Uh, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> to be honest <laughs> with you, I don't know. Um, I'm just, I, I like to stay busy. I don't like, I can't sit but so long. I can't sit long at all. Um, it's times I'm, me and my wife watching TV and I got to keep getting up. And I didn't like I'm going nowhere or doing nothing. I just can't sit. But so long, I got to move. So I try to keep myself busy. So me being in school and dealing with her, dealing with the kids, dealing with podcast work, editing this, doing that, uploading this, like it's a lot. But I find time for it. I find time where the. Okay, so my wife is normally sleep eight thirty nine o'clock. I'm up by myself till probably one in the morning most times. From mm-hmm. eight to one, what the fuck am I going to do besides sit there and watch TV? I could be on shows. I could be editing. I could be posting. I could be doing a lot of different shit. So I spend my time wisely doing things that I should be doing at times where most people probably wouldn't be doing them. So I want to ask you, though, because you really are from sunrise to sunset raw. Facts. I don't change. When... Do you allow the personal side of you into the, the house? Because, like, I've seen you cut up, you know, but I can also recognize that there's a whole dynamic that I personally might not ever see if I'm never in your presence. So how do you keep those two personalities separate? Because I know your wife gets raw, but she also gets you, the man. How do you keep those two? Uh, so for the most part, I'm not. Uh, how can I explain it? I'm not really two different people. Um, I'm an asshole 24 hours a day. Um, what? All right. How about this? I put it to you like this. When I was young, I used to try to please everybody. And once I learned that, one, you can't please everybody. And two, if you try to please everybody, you're never going to know who you are. So when I was young, I learned that I need to be me. When I learned to be me, I became the asshole. I became cold. I became no feelings. This is what everybody perceived. So in my mind, well, if me being me makes me be all these things, then those is who I am. It is what the fuck it is. My wife, in a in a weird way, my wife actually prefers me to be an asshole than, than not be an asshole, which 
It actually Mostly. makes perfect sense because assholes are very direct. They yeah. don't have time to sugarcoat, add additional yeah. details. No. You are a get in, get out kind of grocery shopper. Um, so I can see that and I can respect that. I personally need a man that's going to peruse the aisles with me. You know, sometimes yeah, I don't no. want to my, shop. I just my wife would tell you, I, I'll sit in the car. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll sit in the car or I'm staying home. I'm, yeah, we're not about to walk around the market. Mind you, here's the crazy part. I do majority of the cooking, so I do majority of the shopping. When she goes shopping, I know she's going to be there for an hour. I can go shopping and figure out five meals for five days and be in the market, in and out the market in 20 minutes. She'll go so, in there for just today and be in there for an hour and a half. So I got to say, I do, I, I got to I do slip into my masculine energy sometimes because there's times that I go in and I just want coffee. I'm going in, I go to the coffee dispenser, I grind my coffee and I leave, you know, um, man, that made me sound bougie. I just started grinding my own coffee because I don't like cockroaches. Let me yeah, just go on record. I don't touch coffee <laughs> at all. I wouldn't drink coffee with your lips. <laughs> That's that's good. That's good because I, I I appreciate that they're over here. But yeah. um, I I just I can slip into masculine energy where it's just I need to get in and get out because if I do slip into the feminine energy, suddenly I'm buying weird mustards and flavored Tabasco sauce. You know, yep. it's just it's it's back or forth. You know, so. <laughs> If it's not in the aisle, if it's not in the aisle that I need, I won't ever know it's there. <laughs> I but sometimes we miss amazing things just going in and out though. But I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to miss some things. Life is, is life is supposed to be long and lived. You don't have to see everything today. There is another day. You don't have to see it today. I just, you know, if I'm honest, I missed a lot trying to please everybody else like we just talked about. I, I'm just now starting to kind of spoil myself. I've always pampered myself, but I've never spoiled myself. And so now I took the time to create this set to spoil myself. Because that's part of my healing piece. And I know we're not getting like super emotional, but I'm a girl and I always go to emotion. But, you oh, that's know, cool. you, you, I, I don't <laughs> believe in water work, so you could try. I, I hope not to get there with you, but you never know wherever spirit takes me. I just I'm going to be honest with you. I hope you don't because I typically laugh at people when they're crying. I laugh I'm at just myself. being honest. I laugh at myself. I'm an ugly crier and I'm okay with that. Name one person who's not. <laughs> yeah. You'll never find one person who's not an ugly crier. I have levels. Like if I'm trying to be calm, mm -hmm. I can just let the tears fall and I can have that elegant cry. And then you're you still going to have that... You still gonna have that rumbling lip or some shit going on that's <laughs> funny as fuck and horrible looking. It's gonna happen no matter what. There's the no worst, dodging it. The worst is when it catches me by surprise because I am by rights probably one of the most emotional people you'll ever meet. Mm -hmm. 
Wow. And I can just be well, sitting maybe there. Maybe I should can... introduce you to my sister. Y'all could battle for that shit. <laughs> we we could be sitting there just having a conversation and a song come on the radio and it hit me a certain way and boom. And I'll just like and it will like I have like the sudden catch of breath and my family laughs at me. They're like, really? This Rex. one time it was an OnStar commercial. Wait, it what? was an OnStar commercial. It's one of those. Um... No, 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 no. I know OnStar. You cried okay. from an OnStar commercial? Yes. Yeah, so what the fuck is woman, going on here? The woman locked her kids in the car and they couldn't get, they were young in the car seat and she couldn't get them out. You better and teach the them how actress, to hit the damn button. The actress just had enough emotion for me to believe her. And I just. <laughs> I kid you not. When I was pregnant with the miracle, I was trying to merge onto the. So that's freeway. actually my daughter's name too. Is it? No, not a miracle, just miracle. Spelt with a Y. Mine is too. Look at that! Look at that! <laughs> you know, um, she's a miracle because her dad had a massive heart attack and he wasn't supposed to be here. Wow. Um, and. Uh, I had lost eight babies. Yeah, I got pregnant eight times, and then I had one stillbirth before Shit. her. That's so crazy. the first words out of my mouth when I got pregnant is, we we have a problem. <laughs> wow. Because I had lost so many. I was like, it's just going to be another loss. And then... Um, so at I, what point did you not say to yourself, like, listen, you got to stop shooting the club up or we got to figure something out here? You know, I've always I didn't realize it till recently. I've always been somebody who walks on faith. So if God or spirit, whatever, wanted me to have a child, then I was going to have a child. I wasn't going to do anything to. What's meant to be shall that. be. I understand. That don't mean and, everybody. They don't mean you got to keep shooting the club up. But I got you. I'm with you. So but after her. I, I got, you know, a Morena so I can like close shop um, because the shop's closed. I don't want no more fucking kids. I, 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 I'm done. I'm trying to give back the ones I got now. It's just nobody's taking them. There's <laughs> somebody out there that'll buy one. No, I, I, the right person. I, I don't want to sell them. I just, you know, I, and, you know, no. Yeah. After eight months, you deserve a payday for one of them. <laughs> you can take them for like 30 minutes. I, I do miss them when they're gone. Shit. But it's it's a different kind of environment over here, though, because the I'm beginning to realize that I have three different areas of spectrum with my children that live here. And then by recognizing they are on the spectrum, I see myself on it as well. And I was like, Jesus, Mary, for any man that comes into this house, be strong. Just be strong. Because so hold on. It's nothing but women in the house? It's nothing but women. The only male here is a dog. Yeah, that's not enough. It's not enough. Yeah, no. It's not enough. I wouldn't be able to do it. Y'all would get on my goddamn nerves. I, I, I commend nerves. any dude that can do a poly relationship with two women more power to you motherfuckers because I couldn't do it. My one gets on my nerves enough. Ain't no way two of y'all gonna be in this motherfucker. I I don't 
I have a mixed bag on that. Like I, I obviously could never, never share. So I could never be in a dynamic of a man and two women. So if I had two men, I couldn't do that either though, because of the way that I connect to people, mm-hmm. I, I would feel dirty. That's one of the weirdest things. I am a very exhibitionist. You can get your back blown out anytime you want. You pretty much never got to wait. That's That's endless. Think about that's endless blown out backs. Endless. Think about that. But I just, you know, that dirty girl, it just, it's so funny. I, like I stated, I'm an exhibitionist. I don't mind showing pictures, I don't mind that piece of life. But the physical touch, it's Mm. just icky to me. It's just, I, not to knock anybody who does, but for me, it's just a sacred piece of. I mean, it's me. it is different for everybody, so I definitely understand it. I mean, I'm kind of weird like that myself, so I get it. Like, I can't even sleep. I've been with my wife a very long time, and I still can't sleep next to my wife without at least some boxers on. And to this day, she'd be like, "Why the fuck do you always have?" I just don't feel right without having them on. That's just me. So I get it. Certain things just don't work. But it's a beautiful thing, too. You know, I just I love that it's an evolution because I didn't used to be that way. You know, I I like to tease myself because in 2020, I stopped watching the news. I stopped watching the politics. I was really into politics. I was really into all of that. I just I I wouldn't say I was woke because I like to be asleep, but I was definitely more involved in the pulse of the nation. And I just stopped giving a shit. And then I, I've become super innocent. Like I'm the girl you want to take to see Rainbow Bright. Amron and I were joking about me being a Care Bear the other day. Rainbow Bright. What? They still make that? No, but we were teasing because I, you know, I've been called Rainbow Bright a few times in my life. I just couldn't figure out why. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> Roger the fuck that. <laughs> you know, I just, I've begun to realize that even since I've met you, I've changed. Really? Me? Yeah. I just, I recently had a a conversation with another podcaster and he gave me a few little tidbits that I was needing and I, and I just, I shifted. And then all of a sudden I'm like, speak your shit. You know, I, I, I even said it in um, the podcast I did the other day. I was talking with Amron and I called you guys roughnecks. Now where I grew up, that's a term of endearment, but I recognize that my dialect is different than other people's dialects. And so I saw it on her face and she was like, Whoa. And I was like, no, 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 they're amazing. (laughs) Roughneck to me is kind of like, you know, redneck is not a bad thing for me because I was raised with people who are a little bit more country. And so that's going to be where I really get to shine is because I really have a different background than anybody would expect of me. Mm. 
Like I listened to Credence, Credence Clearwater Revival. I used to listen to trucker songs. I, there was a song called Teddy Bear. There's, yeah, there's a lot. Like I, I had a crush on Elvis when I was a little girl. He would have had a crush on you too, as a little girl. Hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> that might have worked out for you. That's going to be a hard pass there, my guy. But um, <laughs> but also at the same time, I had a, I really liked Skid Row. Um, I'm into Metallica. I like Garth Brooks. Uh, so George when Street. I was young, when I was young, I had a homie. Um, he was probably was like a maybe two years younger than me, tops, maybe three. Um, he listened to a lot of rock and roll, like that was him. Like, and he used to listen to like the headbanger shit, like which was crazy. Now, mind you, this dude was the nigga to the core of him, but he just was into rock music. Like he wasn't into rap like that, like the rest of it. So we started introducing him to rap music. He started introducing us to rock. So I used to like. Like a couple of Creed songs I liked. I liked some of a uh, couple corn songs. Like it was yeah, certain rock. It was some rock shit <laughs> that was like, you know what? This actually ain't bad. Insane Clown Posse. Like certain shit wasn't bad. I could never get into the Insane Clown Posse, but the Creed, the arm, the arms wide open song. Me and my ex husband. That was our wedding song. And then years later, I was listening to it, and I was like. If that was not a premonition or, you know, like a bad omen that it should have been a sign for me to jump ship at that point. But. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I, I say things like that, but I have no regrets. Being Listen, man, I'm, me my daughter. You already know, you know? How, I am, how, how I see it, man. Fuck, fuck how people feel. <laughs> say what the fuck you going to say and stand on that shit. Like. Too many people always fucking backpedaling. Fuck you backpedaling for. You said it. You fucking said it. Everybody's offended by everything now. Mm. So it's impossible to not offend somebody in every single conversation. Absolutely. I'm not about to live my life trying to trying to make sure I don't offend every single person on the planet. It's fucking impossible. That's why when I did my um, kind of unhinged episode the other day, I was like, Ra is always saying, speak your truth. You know, Savagely is telling you, you know, speak your truth. The truth is I'm going to say some really fucked up shit and I'm going to piss some people off because of the way that I form my words, the way that I have my thought process. The you way think you're I have a, my you think I haven't pissed off a lot of people? <laughs> a lot of people have came on my show and, and be looking like, did he really just say that? Fuck yeah, I said it. I don't give a fuck. Again, Everybody is offended by something. I'm not about to sit here and live my life trying to make sure I don't offend every single person on the planet. Y'all motherfuckers ain't worrying about if you offend me, so fuck y'all. It is what it I, is. I said that as well. Um, you know, and I've I've struggled um with You're just... boiling right like a motherfucker right now. <laughs> I love it. You know, I'm trying to find that balance because my, I do want my podcast to be real. I'm a mom. My kids, you know, are up and active. Um, but 
it's when she goes into this behavior because she wants the TV changed or she might want a Pop-Tart because she only eats Pop-Tarts right now. Um, it gets to be a little difficult sometimes because we all been through it. it's like a Rolodex. It's a, it's a constant Rolodex with her because you have to find which, which special magic trick is going to work in the moment. Um, but it's also, I mean, if you've been a parent, you know how it go. Um, I hear too many people as parents, oh my goodness, I can't do it. Yes, the fuck you can. We didn't all been through that shit. Well, you'll get past it just to fuck like everybody else. It is what it is. Yeah. Hold on. Let me hear Jalita. Uh, it's got 20 on it. Where's the box? I don't know. But this will be a good thing for me to learn how to edit out because I haven't learned how to edit my videos yet either. So I don't edit shit. <laughs> I tell people, listen, I tell people this all the time. When you are on my show, if you say it, you said it. I don't edit nothing. However the video looks, whatever we said, whatever happened, that's part of the video. My video, my, my, my podcast is as real as it gets. There is no editing. There is no... Oh, let me cut this out because you said that. Fuck no, it's in there. We rocking with it. It is what the fuck it is. And people actually like that type of shit. I like when I watch my podcast and I see them have to fucking cuss out. I told you when you just said I had to cuss out my kids. I'm here for that shit. Cuss, <laughs> cuss they little asses out. Sometimes they need that shit. Fuck that. They you need know. to hear you say, sit your little ass down. I heard, hold on. I heard something the other day, right? And the boy was like, uh, he said, black parents are the only parents that will say to their kids, you better sit your ass down like you got some sense. Now, mind you, mind you, as a black parent, this is something you'll tell your fucking two-year-old. And your two-year-old know what it is, and they're going to sit their ass down like they got some sense. Now, it might not last long, but they still going to do it. And you know what the fuck it is. Eventually, you know, we do find that with her with the autism, it's not as black and white. Um, you know, sometimes you got to drop a square peg into a round hole with her and you have to make it work. So um, my nephew, my nephew has autism and mm -hmm. especially when he was younger, everybody used to be like, oh, we can't control him. We can't tame him. He's just he's just oh, but every time every time he was with me, I never had no issues with him. Ever and everybody used to be looking like, how the fuck do you do this shit? First of all, just because a kid has autism doesn't mean that you treat him any differently than any other kid. They might not understand it, but you understand it. So when you when you baby them because of whatever is going on with them, when you baby them, just like any other kid, they get used to that. They say, oh well, I could keep cutting the fuck up. Whereas though he knew when he was with me. Yo, little nigga, sit your ass down. And he'll look at me, he'll sit his ass the fuck down, just like all the rest of the kids. And I do have those moments with her, too. Um, she's got an amazing respite tech provider who actually is one of the people that helped her wake up. You know, that's kind of what they say, where she started to really connect. And we're still waiting for her to say, Mama, she needs to get her shit together. But, you know, when she's she ready? Got, and I tell her in her time, she's going to she woke up this morning it was the cutest thing i was like you know good morning and she's just like yeah and i was like yeah 
Is that what happened in your dream? Okay, oh, I'm going to get you a Pop-Tart, you know? And it was just, it was the best exchange. And you just, you really start to appreciate those moments, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't really get a lot of those with autism because it is a very desocialized um, ability that they have. You know, the the way that they can um, disassociate is really a powerful tool. And I've managed to break through her wall, you know, and as a mom, that's such a win. And I'm just excited about it. But I took us way too serious. And I have a new segment that I want to introduce on my show. And you are going to be the first person to see it. Oh, shit. I get to break your cherry. Let's fucking go. You do. Okay. So I have my heartfelt moment of the week. What? He was actually killing that shit, too. (laughs) I just, when you watch people dance, sometimes it's just such a release. And not always, because I didn't see some videos where I'm like, man, what the fuck is y'all doing? Why are you even filming this shit? And and they be viral as a mug. That's what be making it crazy. I will have a link or, you know, the, the gentleman's name in the notes to give him his his flowers because he definitely does bring some moves. Um, you know, I, I know that you are going to be in Cleveland in July at the convention. Um, I'm actually not going to be there and I'm actually, I, I just, you know, I can't travel right now. We've got a little bit, you know, I, I'm not working. I and I mean, shit happens. Shit happens. I'm pretty sure everybody not, everybody probably not going to be able to make it. I mean, it is what it is. I'm I'm still, I ain't going to say I'm on the fence, but it's going to be a little struggle for me. Um, For me, I just, I've been, I've been this circle, this community, this village, this tribe that we've built. It's amazing that none of us have ever been in each other's presence ever. So this is the first opportunity for us to just be in each other's presence. And that's something that I don't want to miss. Right. Because like we, this, this, like some of these folks, some of these podcasts, I can't even call them folks no more. Some of these, some of these podcast family members that I've met, I look at them closer than I look at my actual family. So I have to, be in these people presence at some point i'm not a phone person everybody that knows me know if you call my phone you need to be saying i'm coming over or are you coming over my crib don't call me to just sit on the phone for 40 minutes an hour i don't do that shit that's not me but if you call and say yo slide through the crib all right let me finish what i'm doing i'll be over there that's me so for me i can't i know i can't do that with these folks so it's like 
me not being there and being in these people's presence, I wouldn't feel right not doing it. That's the main reason why I have to go. And I wanted to talk, I want to talk shit in their face so they right. know that I'm not just an internet shit talker. I talk shit in your face. Right, right. I do. I'm pretty sure we all we all know that already. But <laughs> you know, I do I do have to admit that the way you guys are there for each other, it there's never an empty seat on a show. There's never an empty comment box. Even if it's just to pop in to say fuck off, you guys right. are there. You know, there is metric help within the community as far as, you know, pushing each other's stuff um, on good pods, you know. And, 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 and with zero fucking hate. That's the part Absolutely. I love the most. Absolutely. We are all. And I say we because I'm new. I'm I'm pushing my way in, but it's it's there's the common goal. Everybody has a voice. We recognize that it's a gift. Some of us, like you, should be a little bit quieter, but it's okay. It'll never happen. <laughs> it'll never happen. I can tell you that now. It'll never happen. <laughs> if the, the here's the bad part, right? I've actually I said I I, I told everybody for one week. I'm going to come on everybody's show and I'm going I'm to talk less. I'm going to be friendly. I'm going to be a nice person. All of that. Right. And I tried. Every time I went on somebody's show, what they did was they pushed me and pushed me and pushed me until I couldn't be the nice guy anymore. So <laughs> then the next day I go on somebody else's show and I'm like, all right, you know, they fucked up on their show. They took me out the element. Let me be nice on this person's show. Then they pushed me and it was like, why do y'all want me? To be the asshole. Why do you not allow me to be a nice guy? And everybody all said the same thing. I don't like you as a nice guy. It don't fit you. How the well, fuck it don't fit me to be a good person? That's some bullshit. I'm just you saying, know, though, you, I, I definitely come with a different vision. And I, I had you pegged right off the gate. Whoa, I mean, whoa, whoa. Super I, pause. Super pause on that one. I'm a female. I don't have to pause. But anyway. Yeah, no, no, no. Nah, that pegging <laughs> shit. No, super pause on that one. <laughs> yeah, no. I recognized who you were right away. See, I that I cannot... your, your genuine piece. Um, and our, our relationship started through DMs. Uh, you were in DC's uh, show when I talking my shit as always made my emergence into the scene and I started to talk about my interest into the BDSM um, thing and you were like oh wait a minute Facts. I've got a I've got a show that we could talk about that without filters Facts. <laughs> Facts. and that first show I met Jessica Rabbit. Mm -hmm. And she is on Twitter. Uh, shout out to Jessica. She is a lot braver than I am. Um, no, she's not. I don't think she is. She's more confident in no, not, not receiving the backlash as I am. No, she's not. Maybe. I don't know. See, a lot of women believe that if you are willing to show off, you are more confident. 
that is not true. Most people who show off actually have less confidence than people who don't show off. That's the part a lot of people don't be understanding. So, no, I don't believe that she's more confident than you are about the backlash. You just don't want to hear the backlash where she don't care about it. That's the difference. So, but I do have, you know, my my OF. Um, I You showing off them world feeders too? I, I do. I don't mind. You know, I have pictures from when I was bigger. I have, you know, pictures from now when I'm small. I don't have as much interest in taking pictures right now as I did. Um, and so I'm going to actually flip my OnlyFans. Yeah, you can go see me naked, whatever. I don't care. But I'm also going to start recording my entire set. So as soon as somebody comes in, I'll record. And then the beginning, not from StreamYard, but like the screen record. So I have like behind the scenes kind of stuff. And okay. then I will pull that over to there. So there's actual stuff in there too. And then like when I take pictures for my merchandise, I usually take a video. So there's bloopers or there's some weird, not attractive thing. I'll put that kind of extra content over there. So, you know, it's crazy. Um, Cardi B and uh, a lot of other rappers, singers, all types of stuff. They have done that. Um, and it's funny because I've actually told a few uh, underground artists who mainly females who actually got a buzz. I'm like, you could be making money on OnlyFans, showing all your behind the scenes shit, getting your makeup done. Uh, trying on clothes, fucking uh, what you doing behind the scenes before you do a show, how the crowd looks, stuff like that, like crowd angle type stuff. Cardi B made a killing off of that for a long time. Then she would go in there and do like um, like the same thing people do on IG when they do live. She would do those on her OnlyFans for just her OnlyFans. What I mean for just her fans that subscribe. OnlyFans is not just to sell images of sex and a lot of people don't quite understand that when if, if people actually fuck with you they will pay that you know five ten bucks just to watch that extra shit that everybody can't see that is a that's actually what it was initially for it wasn't initially for people to go on there and oh come watch me play with my pussy and watch me suck a dick or two like that's not actually yeah. what it was for they lot, really but people got caught up on that <laughs> That's not true. I mean, some people want to see them world feeders. What the fuck? <laughs> They're very depressing now, I'm going to be honest. Um, no world feeders are depressing. Cut that shit out. <laughs> you better stop. I told you about that blasphemy. I didn't told you about that. We don't do that around here. But to be fair, I did show up to Twin and Them in my bikini the second time I appeared. Yes, you did. Talking your shit. Talking my shit. And I am going to be doing some more product uh, photo shoots because you see, I've got my space now, um, you know, and I can hang a tarp and I can do all kinds of stuff so I could take some pretty fun merchandise uh, photos because I do really need to start focusing on the other part of my life, the part that's supposed to bring me income. <laughs> Understandable. You know, I have a, I have faith, um, but I am definitely going to try to switch a little bit to not just a sorority girl. It kind of ties into the podcast because I'm in the sorority, but 
not just in the sorority here, I am doing a podcast as well, you know, and so it's just, it's a whole lot of just everything. And I don't know how you guys do it. The first couple of weeks, I was exhausted. I felt like I was on a press tour almost. Yeah. So when I first when I first started my podcast, um, for one, my podcast was three hours long when I first started. Um, at that time, pretty much all podcasts was between three and four hours. So I said, we'll do three. Um, and we did it. We did three-hour podcasts for shit. Pretty much the whole first season, every episode was three hours. And my first season, I think we did like... 40, I think it was like 45 episodes for the first season. Mm-hmm. So every Friday, no matter how tired we was, every Friday night, we was on Zoom shooting our podcast. And after that, I'm editing. So all weekend, I'm editing, putting in uh, uh, captions and putting in fucking all types of graphics. And I was I was like going crazy with it. But that's just what it was. I wanted I wanted to make sure that it looked good. I wanted to make sure it sounded good. I wanted to make sure we did a bunch of shit. So it was times I was tired as fuck, but I knew I had to get this episode out. And we would shoot on Friday and post on Tuesday. So I was like, I had to hurry up and get everything done always. So it will burn you out if you don't manage your time correctly. You definitely have to learn time management if you want to do it, because with a podcast, you have to stay consistent. That's the that's the number one thing. So many people I've watched get into this podcast game and they like, oh, I ain't getting no views. They don't like me. You've got three episodes. up. What the fuck made you think that your three episodes was going to do more numbers than everybody else that they've been out for two, three, four seasons? Nobody knows you exist yet. Just stay consistent and eventually you'll get viewers you'll get streams shit like that oh i don't know i feel some type of way then fucking quit if it, this shit ain't for you if you ain't in it for the long haul this is not for you podcasting is a long fucking grueling sport and if you're not willing to play the whole game just don't fucking do it i'm not saying you in general i'm just saying to I'm- people anybody out there that's listening if you ever thought like damn i'm gonna do a podcast if this shit everything ain't for everybody it's not as easy as you think takes more time than you think everybody can't just cut a mic on and just start talking and make for good content it doesn't work that way and not everybody's gonna end up as lucky as i did and just fall into an amazing group Um, i definitely lucked out in that regard i actually got to sit with amron on tuesday amron is the owner of opulence radio she it's a podcast network um where she gives opportunities to podcasters it was a really cool conversation um pretty soon i'll be the only person on opulence radio yes it'll just be raw it'll just be opulence raw i'm telling amron every show i go on i'm telling you i'm taking over (laughs) you know smash took over my show oh fuck smash (laughs) He's a good guy too, though. I, you know, um, I recognize that I definitely have a different voice in the group that I fell into. Um, And that's cool for me because I'm learning everybody. So these first initial shows, they're not really me yet. 
Um, this is me just kind of getting to know the lay of the land, getting to know everybody, because in my first initial interviews, I really don't know you. I'm kind of lucky. I, I've known you now for well over a month, mm. almost two months. Wow. Yeah, time flies when you have a fun Especially when you listen to me talk as much shit as I do. You know, and I do try to um, listen, obviously not to the whole podcast, because I would spend my whole 24 hours a day listening to how many friends I have in the podcast world, but just enough to that be like, hey, I heard you talking shit, my guy. Like, you know, like, let's not do that. You know, I'm coming for you. Yeah. I I forgot to pitch my idea to Amron. Gosh, darn it. Oh, shit. Well, she always right there. I the really great, want. I call. So when Amron came on my show, I kept calling her the great and powerful Amron. And she kept looking at me like, what the fuck? Why do you keep saying this shit? But one thing I like about her is one, she's willing to give everybody an opportunity, and two, she got something up her sleeve for everybody to help everybody at some point. I don't know how the fuck she always got the right fucking tool, but she always got the right tool to fucking help somebody. So that's why I call her the great and powerful Amron because she like the fucking whiz. So now that for I've everybody. Sat, so now that I've sat with her and I've had a chance to just to kind of catch her vibe. And I was able, she was on DC's Mother's Day episode mm -hmm. last night, too. She is kin because her spirit is pure like mine. However, she's got more up than I do. I, I definitely resonate more in the land of Smurf, where she stays up in the real world. But I told her last night, or I told her when I sat with her that she gives off pixie energy. Like she and you just validated what I said and you had no idea I said it to her. Mm -hmm. That she is magic and she yeah. always finds the way to help. And she offered something to me and I, not on the radio, but just an acknowledgement of my birthday and it's totally not necessary. Um, you know, June 16th. Mm. Um, you know, I just, and it was a really amazing moment. And I was very, I spoke about it in a TikTok. TikTok is where I kind of do my spiritual talking because it's more welcomed on TikTok than it is in Instagram. <laughs> Must be nice because they fucking hate me. Everything well, yeah. I post, everything I post on TikTok, they fucking mute it. Fuck TikTok. I hate you, motherfuckers. TikTok and Spotify. Fuck both of y'all. But I recognized that. So my daughter's father had came and gave me some news as, as it relates to his cancer. And so I had dealt with that earlier in the day. There was that um, internet conflict between two other podcasters that I kind of touched the toe on, which then caused a different kind of conflict in a different area. And so I was just dealing with a lot of different variables and trying to figure out everything. And then Amron is like, are we still on for six? And I was like, no, you scheduled for next week. Oh, shit. Um, but I was like, yeah, uh, no problem. You know, I got you 630. got you, you know, so. And then I, because I live in the land of spirituality and you look for those synchronicities and you try to understand why something happens. 
it's the universe moved up my interview with Amron because she needed to see my genuine self, not for the radio. Let's just make sure that's clear. Just because I needed that interview to be a good interview because I was getting ready to walk into a bad one. <laughs> oh, shit. You know, and so it was just amazing how it happened because I, I was able to take that euphoria I had from her interview where it was just a gentle banter, you know, back and forth where I learned that roughnecks is not a good word. And then I went over to this other space and I learned a lot. I got some really good information. So even though it was a bad interview, it turned into an amazing opportunity for me to make a new friend and get a little insider information that I didn't have before. So instead of seeing it as this, oh my gosh, you know, huge, horrible experience, it was amazing. And I was rewarded for it with the knowledge that I was given. And so, sorry, I do that a lot, but it was just, it was an amazing moment for me. And it's just, it shows me that I'm on the right path because I question that a lot. Um, it's hard stepping out on faith when you've lived your life in corporate. I can see that. You know, I went from complete structure to only having to get up to make sure my granddaughter gets on the bus for school. Oh, shit. So, but anyway, I digress. Tell me one secret about Raw that nobody else knows. That nobody knows. Hmm. Damn, that's kind of hard because you said nobody. <laughs> okay, the vast majority. Tell me a secret that us casters don't know. I got a wee wee. Nigga. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, damn. <laughs> Something y'all don't know. Something that the podcasters don't. None of the podcasters or some of them? Some of them. Uh, well, honestly, you already said it. I'm in school. Most people don't know that. There's going to be some secrets that are revealed from Savagely Humble next week on the 16th that you don't know about her. I could believe that. She's, I think she's like, I'm a private person, but she's way more private than me, um, which is weird because we both Tauruses and we bond, like me and her bonded instantly. Like that she was like, that's, I, I'm be honest with you. To this day, I still find it weird that me and her energies instantly matched and became what they were. I'm talking about from the very. I met her. I met her on somebody else's show, and me and her instantly just connected on that show. Like that shit was crazy. Now I'm gonna say something. Don't get caught up in the word, okay? Mm When I heard your story about you and Savagely Humble, mm-hmm. you two are soulmates on yeah. a friendship level. And yeah. that's why you guys connected so, you know, instant yeah. because you guys were supposed to be friends. And so mm-hmm. 
you say it's coincidental. It wasn't coincidental. You know, she intentionally was hosting that show. You know, you guys, you were intentionally a guest. You know, there's all of these different variables that were with intention because you and Savage were meant to be on Twin and Dim. I can never say it. My twin and them. Twin and them. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> my, my, uh, if my you grammar. say it as one word, it'll be, be easier. Twin and them. Twin and That's them. That's how it's supposed to be one word, but we make, we may try to make it easy for people to say it. But, you know, I have to admit, though, it is a fun show. I, you know, um, they, you guys talk to, porn stars you talk to um all rappers you talk to pretty much everybody just unfiltered uncensored just come as you are the reason we put it on over there because me and her we have a lot of conversations with a lot of different people and from time to time we know i mean we on youtube and spotify and all that you you still kind of got to filter yourself to a t you can be unfiltered but filtered right. so we wanted a show where we didn't have to worry about no filter no holes bars it's times where you know we may say something and somebody may want to get up and twerk we don't want you to feel like you can't do that so that's why we created that show to where Whatever you do, whatever you feel, if you feel like getting butt naked and fucking titty twerking, do it. Because we can do it here. We can't right. do that on YouTube. So to a sense, like both of our shows are full of energy. But sometimes we have to kill the energy to keep it YouTube worthy. So we wanted something where we could say, you know what? If you want to let out every bit of energy you got, go for it. Do that. And so that's what we created. Make sure y'all hit up uh, somebody to get that 20 of them. Patreon, it's only $5. Definitely worth the watch, just so y'all know. Definitely worth the watch. And I've made two appearances so far. I do want to come back um, because that is a really good opportunity for me for the other part of my existence, which is my sexuality. You know, I am not just goddess who can heal I am also goddess who can steal some souls if she tries, but I don't want anybody's souls. <laughs> Roger the fuck that. Sheesh. Talk your shit. Almost made me knock under the table for a second. <laughs> Go ahead, talk your shit. You know, I just, I, I really, I really, really, really think, you know, the, there's a few uh, people that I just want to give acknowledgement to, um, which is, I know, not typical, but it's my fucking show. I do what I want, you know, Um, which is. Hold up. I personally believe that from time to time, people need to get flowers. And I'm not necessarily saying that I need to get flowers from people. What I'm saying is people in general. And so many people get caught up in, oh, I can't be the person to do it or I shouldn't do it or not on my platform. Fuck that. If you just think a person deserves flowers, I've done plenty of episodes where I've just brought people on just to give them their flowers. Yo, you a dope fucking individual. I love what the fuck you do. And I've had people like, yo, damn, man, you sound like you was dicky. Now you can call it what the fuck you want. But when that person check out and now you can't give them their flowers, now you sitting there thinking to yourself like, damn, I probably should have said that. 
Fuck that. Say it while they can hear it. It is what the fuck it is. Well, I do. I just there's there's a few podcasters, and I if I miss somebody, obviously, it's because I don't like you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I want to go on the record and say fuck Big Smash. Fuck Big Smash. I think that's. I want you. I, yeah, there you go. I was waiting for you to say it. Fuck Big Smash. <laughs> I told Big Smash every chance I get, I'm kicking his flower pot over. I don't give it. But I, I yes, Smash would definitely be one of them. Um, Geek Salad. Would be another with Arye, um, DC, what the shit, Dramo, Psychopath, Little um, Sis, Dra- Savagely Humble with It's a Hard Knock Life, Twin and My Big O Papa Bear with Blurred's Eye View. Yeah, I've never Lady, called him that, but I'm with you. Lady Mandaloria. I haven't gotten the opportunity to sit with her yet, but I'm excited yeah. to sit with her. So she's somebody I want to have on the show. I fucks with her heavy. I haven't had a chance to get on the show because our schedules just haven't connected, but it's it's gonna happen. Kara, you ain't gonna duck me forever. I'm telling you now. I you gonna come talk some her. shit with me. I I really do. I I want her to turn me into a geek. Like I I I can totally get caught up in her excitement sometimes when you know I watch her on the Blurred's Eye View. Um, she definitely but- has a a. a not even just because she's a female, but she definitely adds a different dynamic to their core dynamic, which I can say I do like myself. Yeah, I really do. I really enjoy it. I just, I like that I'm getting exposed, exposure, not exposed, only on Twin and M. But um, I like that I'm getting exposure to two, so many different personalities because you guys will see, I do fluctuate in how I present because it does often reflect the person that's sitting in the chair in front of me, you know, because it's how we can go back and forth with each other. But I, I have to learn that sometimes I'm not going to have the relationship I have, like I do with you, you know, yeah. somebody's going to hear this interview and they're going to be like, dang, this is a great interview. And I was like, yeah, cause I've known this guy for a while now. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. Anything <laughs> I'm on is a great interview. What are you talking about? My bad. My bad. You know, I was trying to just be a little humble. Nah, you know, fuck that's... that. You ain't gotta be, when it comes to me, you ain't gotta be humble. Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Speaking of, so now I, I'm going to try something with you again first, because I, I created new formats so i don't want to be the big person though haha so i am going to (laughs) yeah i'm a big goofball don't worry about it i am going to put you in the goddess seat oh shit you better make it worth it make it count make it count in the goddess seat is just where i show show you some love and just really give you your flowers. You know, okay. I I've said that I've come, I've been lucky and I've I've come into a really great group, but within that group, I found you. And it's not that we've had any supreme conversations or anything, but within the short time I've known you you do have a compassion that belies your personality. You have this boisterous- Time out, time out, time out, Ref. Um, I went to public school, so you gotta let me know what that meant. (laughs) I'm just saying, 
your and it was a Philadelphia public school at that, which ain't great. <laughs> your personality is very large, but oh, it yeah. does not give any indication of just how large your heart is. Hmm. You know what? I've never heard nobody say that, but that is true. That and is true. I see the love you have for your friends. I see it in the way that you talk shit. I see it in the way that you find that specific thing to talk shit on. You have a different weapon, for lack of a better term, with each one of your friends. And it is, is so true. amazing to watch. This is true. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I can't deny. I, sometimes you want to deny things, but when it's like right there, it's like, yeah, I just got it is what it is. This is true. <laughs> and so I just want you to know that I appreciate you. And I know that your friends appreciate you as well. And, you know, I don't think that I've seen too many shows where somebody's not saying fuck raw, Press. you know, um, disrespectfully. Fuck raw. That's their see the thing is that's their <laughs> way of saying I love raw. They just feel like they can't say it that way, which I understand. I get it. Right, right. You have to learn the dialect in the group. Yeah, pretty much. So I just wanted to make sure I took the opportunity to tell you that I see you and I appreciate you. And yeah. continue doing what you're doing. And oh, well, certainly. You know, I I think that this interview is probably gonna surprise a few people because this wasn't the normal raw. No, nah, it ain't gonna surprise them. See, <laughs> how can I explain it? I think people people at this point they kind of know how I am and the type of person I am. Some people may not want to admit it because it don't sound cool, if you will. But everybody pretty much know how I am. Everybody know if I've said before, if I never joke on you, I don't like you. That's just me. Um Actually, I don't even talk to people I don't like. So if I joke on you, you should be actually happy. And that may sound fucked up, but it's real. Because if I don't like you, I will not I will not put a package of words in your direction. That's just me. Now, if I'm at work and I have to talk to you, that's one thing. But we'll never talk like an actual conversation. It'll literally be work only. I'm not the dude that's like, oh, I don't like that dude. Hey, how was your weekend? Yeah, I'm never going to do that shit. I don't like that guy. I don't give a fuck about your weekend. I don't care if you ate. None of that shit. But if I fuck with you, you never go hungry and you always going to laugh. Right. And that that is very true. And I just want to add one more thing. The mm -hmm. night of my life, when you popped up in my comments, you did relieve a lot of the pressure I was having on the screen. Really? You did. Really? Oh, I'm glad I could help. I I was so appreciative of both you and DC for being in the comments. And uh, it's not so much that I needed an audience, mm -hmm. but knowing I had one, if even just for a moment, was very reassuring for me. And I, will, I will say this. You came into the scene and you're doing something already that I actually can't do. I can't do lives. I can't talk to myself. That just will never happen for me. I can't do it. <laughs> so for me, like I've and I've tried and it I felt like it was a struggle. If I'm struggling to do something, that means it's not meant for me. 
I could sit in your comments and talk shit all day. I could sit around a bunch of people and talk shit all day. But when it comes to me being by myself, it's not that I'm nervous. I just feel like I'm, I don't like to ramble. And I feel like going live makes me have to ramble. And I don't like, I feel like I'm forcing it. And I don't like nothing forced. So kudos to you for automatically (laughs) being able to do that shit. I used to, I used to go live on Instagram um, you know, I would go, I would do like a little good morning message to my fan base, um, and just say, good morning, lovies, you know, the world is better with you in it. You know, I've just always tried to be that positive light, except for when I'm not in a good mood. If I'm not in a good mood, I don't like to pretend. So I'm not going to be like super sad and then be like, Hey guys, it's a great day. No, if I'm fucked and if I'm sad, fuck everybody and everybody's existence you know because i need to process (laughs) see me personally when i'm sad or if i'm angry just i'm not talking to you and don't talk to me my wife if my wife look at me and she see i got a specific look on my face she'll even tell the boys like yo stay the fuck away from him for a little bit leave him alone (laughs) let let him get whatever he got going on you know how he get he'll be over it just give him some time. Let him get over it because I don't yes. like let me pass through it on my own. Don't keep asking me what's wrong because that's just going to piss me the fuck off. That so when I feel some type of way, I just stay away from everybody. Because as soon as you ask me, oh, is you all right? Motherfucker, do I look all right? Right. Now you're going to be sitting there like, oh, why you talk to me like that? You see me pissed. Don't fucking talk to me. Leave me the fuck alone. Let me work through my shit and it's going to be all right. Absolutely. And then, you know, whenever <laughs> I'm getting done, you know when I'm done because I'm a crack a joke. Instantly, like that's just I'm instantly gonna crack a job. I'm a bust on somebody, I'm a fuck with somebody. Well, hold on, let me rephrase that because some people take in Philly when we say bust on somebody to us, that means we cracking a joke on you or the dozens or whatever people want to call it. I didn't when think I, that meant anything more than what you just described. Typically, whenever I say that, most females be like, Oh, why would you say that? So it is the there's, it is. there's multiple ways that could be taken, but I, I knew you meant to joke. Um, yes. So it's called context. So Thanks. if un- people can't take it in context, then that's a different conversation we need to have. I don't need to have it. They <laughs> need to have I, it. With, they, they need to, to have, they need to have it with themselves. No, no, no. What they need to do is get over themselves. That's what they need to do. Get over yourself because every it, ladies, every dude don't want to fuck you. Every dude ain't worrying about busting on you. Sit the fuck down somewhere. Sit down. Tip from Raw. Boom. One of the things that I'm going to be doing, as I told you, I'm going to be doing some unhinged type episodes where I, it's really my opinion. Um, and one of my biggest opinions is the misconception that a man's worth is determined by his wallet. It really oh, bothers man. me. You ain't the only really, one. Really, really bothers me. And so I, and I am going to be utilizing some of these motivational speakers that pander to the women. They drive me insane. Think that way? A lot of the women that think that way be the brokest bitches on the planet. I'm broke, but I don't I just there's no way that a man is going to come into my life and I'm just going to be like, can I see your bank account? I if you come into my life, come into my life as you are, Correct. and we're going to build together. You know, there's nope. nothing. You just said some key build. 
Nobody wants to build anymore. People yeah. want somebody to automatically pull them to the top now. Nah, man, work for it like everybody else. Yeah. I I don't I don't have a table where I sit. Um, I just want honesty and loyalty. You know, and I understand that sometimes man, I'm speaking in the general sense, makes mistakes. I hope that I'm mature enough to recognize the mistake and not miss an opportunity because of pride. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where I'm hoping to head towards with, with my show. So you guys will see like this whole progression, um, like to the point, like I'll have different backdrops. So like if it's an unhinged episode, it'll have a different tarp or it'll have, you know, if I'm just guest starring, guest starring, you know, showing up. Hey, on Guest somebody. starring? Fuck that. You <laughs> guest star. Hell yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> It, I'm going to have something that'll just say goddess on it. So that way, you know, I, I am my brand. So if I piss you off, God has pissed you off. Unhinged while Anchor did it. I did. Fuck that. If God has pissed you off, get the fuck over it. Get over it. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm going to be. Ross ass pissed you off, get the fuck over it. Fuck so just that. everybody know, I, by the time that this show is shown, the, uh, Roughneck comment would have already aired, <laughs> but I'm gonna show the Amron episode this Saturday um, because I want to help promote the fundraising, and so then that way it's a full thing and it doesn't look like I'm trying to butter her up. One of my and no, I don't worry about it. I've been. Harry. I've been going crazy promoting my damn self like I'm actually part of it. I feel like I'm part of it, even though I'm not. <laughs> but I've been promoting. I really do believe in it. Um, that's And that's the reason why I've been promoting it the way I have. Like when I believe in something, I believe in something. And I don't believe in a lot of things. I'm not the dude that just jumps on board on shit just because everybody's doing it. I have to actually see something in it. And I really do believe that this can become something and it might could be because of the circle that I'm in. It could be just, I want it to be something. I don't know, but I do have a lot of faith and belief that this can really be something, um, a yearly thing. I believe it can become a quarterly thing every year. Uh, that's just yeah. me. I believe this can be, this can turn into something great. I really do. And I want to be a part of it. I want to be, even if I'm not like, on the board or at the table, I want to be a part of making sure that it's able to have a table, right? That it's able to have that that longevity. I want to be a part of that, and, that, and it's not about money. It's not about my face being out there. It's just about seeing something that I feel like can grow to something, and I want to be a part of making sure that it grows. So I go hard for it. It is what it is. And I think that's kind of why I've kind of. Um, attached myself to you guys too. I, I'm not looking to be on the radio. That's not my objective. I, but I am definitely somebody who likes putting stuff out, you know, like um, I don't know how to describe it, but I don't mind being a, a, an ornament of sorts, like a hood ornament. I call myself in my friends group because I don't mind going out and getting the attention to bring it into other people. And yeah. that's really what I do is I will make all the noise. They'll come look at me and then I'll show them your picture, 
you know, and that's just kind of how I've always operated as it relates to social media, because I was an Instagram girl, you know, we did take each other's videos and post them with the link and trying to get people to go to, you know, so I, I know how to manipulate those numbers. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where my wheelhouse is. Obviously, I don't want to be an Instagram hoe for the rest of my life. But because um, after a certain age, you know, things just start to settle. Do you know I was doing Milfs a... is in right now. You know that, right? Milfs, <laughs> hold on. Milfs and gilfs is in. I would be a gilf. I would be a gilf. What's um, wrong with that? Some, hey, somebody like an OG, triple OG in their life. What you mean? <laughs> Yes, definitely. I um no, I don't want anybody. I'm good. <laughs> Roger that. That sounds exhausting. But why don't you tell everybody where they can find you at Raw? Ah, uh, so as y'all can see, Raw says I usually give everybody a quick little slogan, but because it's your show, I'm gonna switch it up. So you can find me on all streaming platforms. You can find my show every Thursday at noon Eastern. Every Thursday. I don't take days off unless it's the end of the season and then I'll take a couple weeks off. Outside of that, every motherfucking Thursday, you will hear me talking my shit. You can also find me Monday nights on Opulence Radio, 9 p.m. Eastern on the Smash and Raw show. Unfortunately, you're going to hear Smash too, but it is what it is. And on Tuesdays, you can find me on the All On Table Happy Hour with my co-host, Easy the General, and J. Flan. Uh, that also is 9 p.m. Tuesdays on Opulence Radio. Uh, I'm everywhere. It, it's no if you can tell somebody that you can't find me, then you're lying, motherfucker. You're lying. It's just that simple. Don't lie to these people. Just say you didn't like me. Just say, you know, I was fat, I'm ugly. I'm missing a tooth. I got a wee-wee. You could say all of those things, but don't say you couldn't find me. I'm just saying. This is what it is. If you could give me one bit of advice, what would it be? It doesn't have to be about podcasting. Just, just advice. From the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep, be you. I'm learning how to do that. Everybody want to change you. Everybody wants you to be what they feel like you should be. But if you keep listening to what they want you to be, at what point do you figure out who you are? So be you no matter what. And it's for everybody. When you wake up, wake up as you. Go to sleep as you. And with that, I am going to say thank you guys so much for waking up today. I Thanks. love you. Thanks. Be nice. It's no, easy. don't be nice. Learn how to be a piece of shit like me. <laughs> and it, and when that doesn't work, be nice. Then <laughs> Roger that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, yo, yo, yo. Soft words and harsh truths. You got issues, I got issues, we all.